Welcome to the Seamland Podcast, I'm your host Seamland, and today I'm playing you a presentation I gave about the benefits of red light therapy. This episode is brought to you by Blue Blocks, my favorite light and sleep optimization companies. Artificial light at night exposure is associated with diabetes, obesity, heart disease, cancer and Alzheimer's. Blue Blocks provides the highest quality blue blocking glasses that filter out the specific wavelengths that have been shown to suppress melatonin in studies. Melatonin is more than the sleep hormone. It's also vital for longevity, anti-aging and immunity. Artificial light exposure suppresses melatonin up to 99% and makes your brain think that it's daytime before bed. That's why I love using Blue Blocks to guarantee my body is making high amounts of melatonin prior to sleep. They also have daytime lenses that you can use to reduce digital eye strain and retinal damage when working in front of a computer all day. You can get a sweet 15% discount of all the Blue Blocks glasses, red light light bulbs, red light devices and sleep masks if you head over to blueblocks.com forward slash seamlund and use the code seam15. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com forward slash seamlund and the code is seam15, S-I-I-M 15. So yeah, like the topic or the title of the presentation is going to be about photobiomodulation, which uh, sounds like more complex term, but it uh, describes just like light therapy with different kinds of lasers or LEDs and uh, red light therapy is a part of that. So, so I will, uh, yeah, I will, I will cover like uh, uh, the idea of uh, red light therapy, etc. But I will also talk a little bit about uh, blue light and just other like wavelengths, uh, what effect do they may have on the human body. So uh, a little bit about myself as well. Uh, my name is Seem Lund. I'm in Estonia. Uh, I'm, I've written uh, several books about just health and biohacking. I'm a public speaker, uh, consultant. Uh, I have a degree in anthropology. And uh, what I'm m- most known for is like biohacking or like health optimization. And that's what my topic or my content is also uh, about mostly. So these are some of the, these are the main books that I've written. Uh, the Immunity Fix I've co-authored with Dr. James the Nicol Antonio. I've written Metabolic Autology and Stronger by Surf Myself. Uh, the Mineral Fix Fix is also with uh, Dr. James. And the latest book uh, we co-authored, the uh, three of us, with Dr. James and uh, Tristan Kennedy, <clears throat> who is also the uh, nutritionist of uh, Conor McGregor. And uh, the foreword of that book is uh, by uh, Ben Greenfield, who's like a pretty um, renowned uh, biohacker himself as well. So what is bio, photobiomodulation? Uh, basically, it's like this very broad concept or uh, field that includes many things related to like light therapy. And uh, that can be these low-level low level laser therapies, these LED therapies, as well as using different kinds of like these red light, red light and infrared light uh, panels and devices that emit these red lights and they have uh, different effects on the human body. But this includes all of these under the umbrella term of uh, photobiomodulation. And uh, this field itself of light therapy was kind of invented or uh, pioneered by this Danish physician, uh, Niels Finsen, and uh, who actually got uh, like a Nobel Prize in uh, 1903 as well for his uh, light therapy uh, work. And he was like a pioneer in this field, one of the first people who use it. And uh, yeah, back then he was using also like different kinds of light wavelengths and uh, um, bright light exposures and uh, yeah, lasers as well as some red lights uh, to help people. At his time, there was like a lot of this, you know, tuberculosis and uh, lupus and different kinds of like skin conditions, smallpox and uh, those kind of things. And he actually successfully used the red light 
to a treat like the smallpox legions so these are one of the before and after pictures uh which are yeah quite <laughs> like intimidating but uh, still like pretty remark remarkable <clears throat> transformations from the use of uh, red light therapy for specifically uh, the skin and he definitely got uh, like a Nobel prize for that and uh, there's new new studies uh, as well showing that you know blue and red light both therapies uh, those can have positive effects on acne for example so helping with uh, skin health in different ways so like uh, blue light we'll talk about later has like more antimicrobial effects <clears throat> uh, whereas like red light has anti-inflammatory effects so like the com combination of them can be a quite uh, useful for skin conditions and uh, skin infections so uh, what is light you know when we think about light or when we see light then you know it's just something that we uh, see and something that brights up let's say the room or outside uh, the daytime but light itself is you know made of many parts and uh, different components so uh, this is the solar spectrum that uh, describes the uh, wavelengths of light that you get from uh, the uh, sun and you know you can see it's the U uv light that has different uh, uvc uvb uva and then there's the visible light spectrum this is the visible light that we see actually and this includes all the uh, colors of the rainbow so uh, violet blue green yellow uh, orange amber uh, red and uh, eventually it turns into infrared like so that's what all the light that you get from the uh, sun and uh, all of these different wavelengths have different effects on the human body so like you know everyone knows like infrared saunas uh, those have some health benefits and but just the visible side of looking at the light or the light uh, stimulating your body's let's say uh, clock systems as well as uh, just penetrating the skin for example those uh, have effects on the body depending on the wavelength uh, depending on the wavelength between the uh, nanometers of 400 up until 700 somewhere there is the visible light that is most commonly used in uh, light therapy uh, sessions and as you can see like yeah the violet is somewhere between 445 uh, blue 450 to 500 and uh, six the uh, red light is like 620 and 700 so every all these uh, have their own unique like uh, spectrum or uh, let's say signature <clears throat> so uh, this is a bit brief like summary or a sketch about the effects of light on the body so like blue light as i said has antibacterial effects and blue light therapy is also used uh, quite uh, commonly for uh, depression and uh, mood disorders so low mood low energy seasonal affective disorder is quite easily solved with just bright light exposure to blue light and the blue light has an important role in like starting the daily circadian rhythm so in the morning you're like supposed to uh, wake up and get exposed to some blue light which you naturally get from uh, the sunlight and that will just signal the circadian clocks inside the brain and the body that you know it's daytime and uh, we should start rolling and uh, get uh, things on the run and this increases your energy levels uh, artificially you would you know if there's no sun then you would get it from some sort of a uh, most commonly just technology you get that from a uh, uh, blue light from that as well but there's a specific like these face lamps uh, sad lamps or uh, winter lamps or whatever those kind of things are also quite uh, common then there is a green light a green light uh, the biggest effect it has is on uh, let's say uh, migraines and uh, pain response so it helps to kind of relieve migraines reduce pain uh, improves moon mood and also uh, skin pigmentation to a certain extent 
Then uh, amber light uh, reduces skin redness, helps uh, sensitive skin, and boosts red blood cell production. And lastly, red light is the anti-inflammatory uh, light that uh, reduces inflammation, uh, helps with acne, helps with wrinkles, and also boosts melatonin, which is the body's like sleep hormone. And uh, naturally, you would get the amber light and red light when the sun is setting. And uh, yeah, like the basically the sunset gives you this uh, signal to the brain that it's uh, about to become uh, nighttime, and uh, you should you know prepare for a sleep. That's how like the natural cycle uh, works. So, uh, what is specifically the effects of red light? <clears throat> so, red light or a near infrared uh, that stays between 630 to 900 nanometers, that has a, quite an interesting effect on the body because of uh, causing like a small amount of this uh, oxidative stress to the system. So uh, the red light, it uh, once it basically reaches the mitochondria or penetrates the body, then uh, it produces this cytochrome C oxidase, which is a molecule um mostly you mostly in response to this oxidative stress a little bit and this causes uh, reactive oxygen species or increases reactive oxygen species that are free radicals and uh, in small amounts these free radicals actually have like a health benefit on the body similar to like exercise so exercise also increases these reactive oxygen species and uh, other let's say beneficial stressors like the sauna or uh, yeah, like hypoxia, those kind of things, uh, low oxygen states, they can cause this uh, beneficial effect on the body, uh, which Hormesis describes this, yeah, like what doesn't kill me makes me stronger almost, that uh, the body will end up becoming better as a result of that. Um, then uh, cytochrome C oxidase also increases ATP or uh, adenosine triphosphate, which is the energy uh, molecule. And uh, this ATP is then used for energy production collagen synthesis and the tissue regeneration and uh, the tissue regeneration also comes from Im improve the blood flow that is mediated through increased nitric oxide uh, so all these things uh, are the reasons why red light has let's say benefits on the skin or benefits on um, just overall inflammation levels and um, healing of the body the red light is more almost like a healing uh, side Whereas like blue light is very stimulating, it uh, can be beneficial at certain times of the day and in certain amounts. But you know, excess blue light obviously can also be harmful. But you know, the same applies to red light. It's just generally the red light because it kind of links together with the natural uh, day and night cycles to uh, like uh, end of the day and uh, nighttime. Then that would uh, facilitate more uh, recovery and repair because the body repairs itself mostly when. Um, it's a uh, nighttime, so it's not it's not supposed to like hunt or chase animals. It's supposed to like rest and rejuvenate. <clears throat> so, uh, as you can see, then uh, the red light also penetrates penetrates the skin much more than uh, other wavelengths of light. Uh, so, um, e even so, that the uh, near infrared or deep near infrared goes quite deep into the hypodermia. Hypodermis <clears throat> and uh, the red light also reaches quite uh, deep, whereas violet and blue light stays quite near the surface. Um, so, yeah, the red light can almost be uh, beneficial for, you know, cellulite <laughs> in some sense because of that. And the uh, infrared 
uh, will actually be beneficial for the joints and the tendons and uh, bones because it goes uh, so deep into the system, into the body, it can reach those uh, locations as well, whereas blue light and green light, for example, uh, aren't able to do that. <clears throat> so what are some of the uh, researched benefits of red light? So I'll just mention a few of them, or well, the main main effects uh it has been used to help arthritis osteoarthritis knee arthritis those kind of things it's not going to completely you know cure it uh, but it does alleviate the pain and uh, alleviates the symptoms of uh, these uh, joint disorders by reducing inflammation and uh, helping to uh, direct more blood into those regions red light also stimulates collagen production that helps with uh, cartilage rejuvenation and uh, like tendonitis or those, those kind of uh, injuries for example red light promotes blood flow and with better blood flow you basically have a greater supply of nutrients into different kinds of regions of the body which will then uh, facilitate faster recovery both from injuries as well as uh, faster recovery from uh, exercise sessions and this uh, blood flow also helps with uh, muscle growth and uh, developing new uh, capillaries Red light lowers inflammation and helps to alleviate stress. So basically, it uh, can be beneficial for like um, thyroid disorders or any any the arthritis, for example, is also caused by you know a lot of inflammation. So the red light you know helps to lower that and uh, can be beneficial for that. Uh, it speeds up uh, wound healing, so it stimulates energy production and lowers inflammation, which then allows the body to uh, heal itself faster. Plus, with a greater uh, blood flow to the region, that's also the reason why it helps with uh, wound healing. Collagen synthesis and reduces wrinkles. So, uh, as you can see, it's not like you know crazy results, <laughs> uh, but it's still uh, a bit significant, or at least you can some noticeable difference you can see from using the red light. It helps with a low thyroid or hypothyroidism by uh, reducing inflammation and um, improving energy production. Uh, in, improves uh, athletic performance quite well. Just uh, athletes who uh, use this uh, any kind of photobiomodulation, they uh, have faster recovery times, but also just uh, greater speed and uh, uh, strength and muscle growth even in some cases where uh, they use it chronically before exercises. So where do you get the red light? Like I said, naturally you get it from the sunset. Uh, you get it uh, some red light during the daytime as well from the, uh, let's say, morning sun. But the amount of it is uh, much smaller compared to the evening. So in the evening, you get a whole lot more uh, red light compared to the morning. In the morning, you get predominantly uh, blue light. Uh, but even then, I mean, the uh, amount of red light that you, let's say, therapeutic red light, it's very hard to get that from solely these uh, like uh, candlelight or um, sunlight. Uh, of course, they help still with the circadian rhythm. They can help you to make you fall asleep. They can help you to uh, relax maybe, but they're not enough to, let's say, help with arthritis or uh, help with uh, exercise recovery or those kind of things. For that, you would need some major, uh, let's say, therapeutic effects. You would get only from these like, low-level um, laser therapy or these uh, for the red light uh, panels that are basically... The difference is that you're, just, you're sitting in front of the panel and it's huge this much bigger dose uh, you get a much more concentrated uh, source and you the therapeutic the time of that will also be much smaller you like you would need to sit in front of the panel for only like 
10 to 15 minutes compared to you know the sun set then for that you would sit have to sit there for you know maybe 10 hours or something and yeah like i said there's these panels but also like the infrared saunas are a form of photobiomodulation uh, a lot of the sauna infrared saunas have these some lights in them that also have these effects so i'll just briefly differentiate between between infrared saunas and uh, regular dry heat saunas what's the difference so the biggest difference is that the uh, traditional sauna heats up uh, the room basically and uh, the then your body temperature will also rise because of sitting in a hotter room whereas uh, the infrared sauna the infrared wavelengths directly uh, penetrate your body and then your body heats up from the uh, inside out so it's kind of a different way of heating up you still will get the same health benefits like improved cardiovascular health better blood flow uh, you're going to excrete the toxins through sweat uh, you're going to kill off some pathogens and infections uh, you're going to have a stronger immune system those things are similar uh, but yeah the way you get there is different and uh, the the infrared sauna will still have this unique effect of the uh penetration of joints so that the light will have a better effect on like arthritis and uh, those kind of things because of being able to stimulate this um, ATP and collagen synthesis inside the joints uh, whereas with the heat stove it's not that um, possible um, yeah and the main difference between them besides that is just the temperature so with the dry heat sauna you can heat it up to a much higher temperature whereas the infrared sauna stays around 50 to 60 degrees celsius so it's a bit uh, but you still feel uh, quite hot because the infrared uh, wavelengths still heat up your body uh, quite uh, intensely and the uh, infrared or near infrared uh, wavelengths have also been found to have health benefits in studies so besides arthritis and inflammation in the joints it also stimulates uh, neurogenesis and uh, synaptogenesis which basically means the growth of new neurons and synapses which then just you know keeps your brain healthier, prevents neurodegeneration, prevent, helps to postpone or um, prevent Alzheimer and Parkinson's disease by just keeping the brain healthier and um, more much well supplied with uh, neurons and connections, because the the uh, near infrared light is still also able to you know reach the brain if it uh, if you let's say shoot some uh, near infrared uh, light into the head. <clears throat> In terms of exercise, as I mentioned, then uh, there's evidence to show that uh, athletes who use the uh, photobiomodulation before and after exercise, then they build more muscle and uh, strength. And the formula for that that we discussed in our book, uh, Win, was that all the studies that we uh, discussed in the book uh, show that you, it has to be something around like an hour or something like that up to six hours before the exercise you do 30 10 uh, three to ten minutes of uh, this uh, red light then you exercise and then you wait 10 to 16 minutes uh, again after exercise and then you do again the red light so that is kind of the most optimal formula for at least athletic performance when it comes to um, the photobiomodulation but you know if you're doing it for the health reasons then it doesn't really matter when you do it um, and in total yeah like the total amount of time is also somewhere between you know 15 minutes or 20 minutes a day you don't need uh, more more than that and uh, the red light as well as a uh, near infrared light is, is is a form of hormesis so uh, it's a describes a beneficial stressor so it causes this small amount of oxidative stress and reactive oxygen species to the body 
uh, but the body kind of uh, super compensates or hyper responds to it by becoming stronger and turning on all these different uh, beneficial processes inside the body. So with red light, it also like the dose matters. So uh, too much can be harmful, too much uh, red light, too much uh, infrared light, too much sunlight is going to be harmful. Not enough can also be not uh, really beneficial because of, um, at least from the circadian side, you want to get some uh, uh, red light naturally to help with sleep and those kind of things uh, but yeah generally kind of the, it's the sweet spot is somewhere in the middle so that you get exposed to some amount of this uh, beneficial stress and uh, that's going to uh, make your body stronger actually than it would be otherwise uh, i'll talk a little bit more about light generally so light is more than just you know something that you see or detect it's uh, actually a form of like nutrition or like epigenetics uh, because of the way it uh, regulates all these different processes inside the body. So light that goes into your eyes reaches the brain and uh, regulates the, the uh, circadian master clock, which is called the suprachiasmatic nucleus. And this uh, master clock is uh, controlling all these different minor, smaller clocks spread throughout the entire body. Like every organ has a circadian clock, every cell has a circadian clock, and they're all communicating together with the master clock inside the brain. And these circadian rhythms, they regulate DNA repair, they regulate autophagy, which describes the elimination of like uh, old cellular debris and material. It regulates detoxification, it regulates digestion, regulates your hormones, regulates insensitivity, fat burning, uh, methylation, and as well as NAD plus production. And NAD plus is more, more linked to like longevity and anti-aging. So all of it can be uh, tied back to some aspects of light, of uh, how light basically in a circadian manner controls these uh, processes at different times of the day. And the biggest, uh, most major circadian uh, rhythm is the melatonin and cortisol cycle. So uh, cortisol, the stress hormone or alertness boosting hormone and melatonin, the sleep hormone, as well as like a repair hormone. And uh, naturally, you start to produce cortisol in the morning, it starts to rise at 5 a.m., peaks at 9 a.m., then drops down, stays low all the way until the evening, stays low in the uh, night as well when you're sleeping, and then starts rising again in the morning. Melatonin stays low all morning and daytime when it's uh, the sunlight and uh, starts rising then um, a few hours before bed. 9 p.m., peaks at uh, 12 at midnight, stays elevated still, until dawn and then uh, decreases. So these are kind of these. These are this is the way your body is evolutionarily supposed to function. That you're supposed to have this cortisol and uh, rush of energy in the morning to wake up, and it's supposed to kind of keep you energized throughout the entire day as well. Whereas at night, when you're supposed to sleep, that's where the body is producing melatonin, uh, the uh, sleep hormone, to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it also regulates all these different repair processes like autophagy, NAD growth hormone, um, uh, apoptosis, and those type of things to kind of keep you more um, repaired and youthful. And uh, from a light side, then the cycle looks like this, that in the morning you get like more blue light and green light and much less uh, red light as well as at noon time. In the evening, it shifts. You get very little blue light and a lot of red light. And at night, you know, ideally you would want to sleep at pitch black darkness, uh, but the um, you know the only naturally 
naturally uh, light exposure that you would get at night would be like candlelight or by campfire uh, because there there's no like artificial light sources in uh, the jungle or in the nature uh, at least uh, not in the past there weren't and um, you know charging up with sunlight is also like quite important for overall health so like i said like the blue light boosts wakefulness and alertness as well as the morning sunlight will do that in terms of kickstarting the circadian clock system and uh, just making sure that these uh, clocks are running in sync uh, with the uh, day and night cycles of the environment because if they are in sync then your body's going to stay healthy your body's going to produce a lot of nad and a lot of energy whereas if those clocks are out of sync basically you do a night shift or uh, you have jet lag and those kind of things you don't get a natural sunlight then uh, those clocks are out of sync and uh, you're going to be uh, experiencing um, a lot of health let's say uh, issues eventually because night shift for example is considered like a carcinogen so yeah it's a quite bad to be out of sync with the uh, circadian rhythms and yeah if you don't have a uh, actual sunlight or it's cloudy like here in estonia it's pretty much cloudy all all the time uh, at least in the winter uh, then uh, using these kind of bright, bright face lamps are quite a game changer for just making sure that the circadian clock system is still uh, running optimally and uh, the, but the problem is still that you know the artificial light sources they can be uh, still damaging to your let's say eyes or uh, overall skin quality because of the amount of blue light that you get so they come quite imbalanced in in a sense that uh, the natural sunlight is quite balanced you get uh, a decent amount of blue and green but also a lot of uh, red light but uh, the led lights for example they can be just you know just blue light especially this cheap office lights they can be just blue light and no red light and this kind of prevents the anti-inflammatory effects of red light from uh, repairing some of the oxidation that you get from the blue light so just excess blue light can damage your eyes can cause myopia and uh, can cause like skin issues and accelerate aging in other ways so you do want to get you know still some of the like a more balanced um, spectrum of light not just like, excess uh, blue light and uh, blue light also at the wrong time can be quite damaging to your sleep so blue light is uh the biggest suppressor of melatonin the sleep hormone so uh smartphones uh led lamps computer screens television uh those things uh will suppress your melatonin production and then can make you know basically make you sleep worse or um, make you not fall asleep and uh obviously that's going to be bad for the recovery because you're not going to produce melatonin and uh, this will also just you know be damaging to your aging if you don't make enough melatonin and you're not sleep uh, well whereas more like halogen lamps amber lights they produce uh, they suppress much less melatonin and uh, natural red light sources like candlelight campfire bonfire uh, those don't suppress melatonin almost at all so the key should be to get exposed to blue light in the morning but not get exposed to it uh, before bed uh, so that's why Mora is also wearing these uh, blue looking glasses that uh, basically filter out the blue light and prevent your body from uh, not producing melatonin so with these glasses you will still be able to look at the computer screen uh, and still produce melatonin because the blue light doesn't get through so the only this only the eyes matter most uh, with the circadian uh, let's say melatonin production uh, that the up to like 95% of the uh, signaling happens through the eyes. So you just need to protect 
the eyes and it's not gonna matter through the skin that much and uh yeah that's it from my end uh this was my presentation and uh yeah i'm gonna open up the chat for some questions